0: This episode of the Personal Trainer Show on Varsky's I Want to Be a DJ podcast is dedicated to all the families affected by the Manchester events and also a massive big up to all the work people, all the rescue services, everyone who helped out on the event. guys welcome to another episode of the Personal Trainer Show on Varsky's I Want To Be A DJ podcast. I am your host Varsky, as always I'm joined by Tom and Nave. What's going on boys?
1: How you doing? You alright?
0: Very well mate, very well. I'm actually just sitting back, kicking back and enjoying the sunshine. Like, I'm not going to lie.
2: It's nice, it's nice uh, cooling down a bit but yeah, it's been a yeah. nice day.
0: but like I just walked out, I walked to the shops in my um, shorts and t-shirt and I was comfortable man, I was comfy. <laughs> Best way you doing it. Yeah, it was really good. And then obviously, I had the uh, session with Tom today, and he killed me again.
2: It's a good one. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good.
1: What did you do today? what What was the What was the focus today?
2: CV smashing CV. Um, did a lot of battle ropes. Um uh, what else did we do? It's, uh, treadmill work. Yes, yeah, treadmill rope, work. Kettlebells in there. Um, kettlebells.
0: It, it seems to have gone quite quickly today. Mm. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, don't it?
0: Yeah, do you know what's really weird is that I actually think I've started to have fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not weird, that's 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 one of the main uh, main aims.
0: Yeah, and I am. I'm genuinely like having fun, I'm getting up and I'm like, Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. And right. it's really weird because that's the biggest it's just literally happened overnight. But yeah, because
2: you you were swearing last week that no one enjoys it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I am honestly. I think it's just because I'm just getting a lot fitter. My body's getting like a lot lighter. It doesn't. It doesn't like not hurt, but it's not as laborious to lift my body up with my legs anymore. And mm. it's just a lot more fun. And now, obviously, like I've lost five kgs. We weight today, so five kgs down. I'm feeling pretty light.
2: Yeah, yes. I, think, I think results. I think we mentioned it before. Results are like one of the biggest motivators um when you're not getting results you're not motivated but when you are getting results you want to push further
0: yeah i've also
2: been like i've been really
0: really just obsessed with working out how much fat was around my around my organs and i've lost five kgs now obviously i've been losing this incrementally and i've only started seeing like proper weight loss on my body in the last say two and a half weeks so i'm Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of working out how much fat was around my organs and I'm and, and just, just curious, really curious. But it is good. People are, people are noticing that I'm losing weight. Um, everyone that I see after a while like, says something. Even people at the gym. And do you know what else is really, really nice at the gym? And I've got to give a shout out to him because I was chatting to him in the jacuzzi. Niles Palmer at the gym. Um, he made a comment uh, in the changing room. He was like, your videos are inspiring me to train. And that's a really nice comment. I was just like, that makes me feel really, really good. Because it's other people's videos that have got me into doing this. Like an artist called T, he always posts videos of him training. And his ones are the ones that got me thinking, like, I could really, really start pushing myself. So yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> that's all it takes
1: sometimes, just to see a motivational video, a quote, anything. Um, but different things work for different people and clearly it's been working for you and hopefully it works for uh, Nilesh.
2: Yeah, people yeah. have been saying it to me as well. I've not even told you, but people have been commenting to me as well, how are you doing um, and how they enjoy looking at your videos every week. Um, <laughs> if <what> <laughs> nice. I
1: mean, what what people don't see as well and that that I saw the other day and I have mentioned this before, is that you came in on your own the other day um, yeah, man, and man. you went after it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I had, the, um, I had the mask on, didn't I? And it just, yeah, man. You don't have to work as long with that mask. You're gassed, like completely gassed. I mean, that's, <clears throat> you could
1: say it swings and roundabouts because are you actually getting a full workout in um, or is that mask just making you feel like you have?
0: Yeah, it's true. But the way I always work it out is how, what, what's my heart saying? If my heart is going nuts, that means I'm burning fat.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you were pushing hard on that what bike?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I was going for it, I
2: really, really good. Sat back watching it on Snapchat, thinking, yeah, "This is what we usually do." <laughs> 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 you yeah,
0: don't need Tom
2: anymore. Don't need me. No, of course,
1: everyone needs Tom.
0: But no, it's really cool. Man. It is like it is nice when people like around the gym, just, I, who I rarely even talk to, just like, "Do you know what you're doing really well, mate? You're doing really well." And it is really, really nice, and it just gives you that encouragement. And because obviously I'm a showman, so. Having people know, knowing people watch what I do is always nice. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's really. I got. I think I've got to thank you guys, man. Like Tom, man. Big shout out to Tom. He's just militant, fucking ruthless with his workouts. (laughs) That's how we've got to be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it is really cool because watching watching my videos back, watching my recent videos back anyway, I'm looking at my body shape, and then I watch like one of my first videos. Like, I am, my body is, like, it's so, not, like, I'm not, oh, my God, it's two different bodies, but, you know, for someone who's always dealt with fat, like, when you look at the two videos,
2: it's, like, it's so different, and it's so nice to see. Yeah, you look deflated, like, even from last week to this week, you literally look like, I always say this about, sort of, clients that are trying to lose weight, when they do lose weight, it literally looks like someone stuck a pin in them and deflated them, <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, but that's what it looks like. But you're maintaining your muscle mass as well, so you you sort of your upper body's still sort of there. It's just your your stomach's like reducing round it, um, and you got a nice V shape coming on in the back. Yeah, doing
0: good. Man. I mean, I was really, really good. Uh, really, really happy with it. So, a big shout out to everyone who is following me on my videos. It, it does. I, I do. I do, I do the videos so people watch and comment and make me feel better about doing it, and I also do the videos so that I can't slip up. Uh, like, one of, the main video, one of the main, like, hidden reasons why I post these videos, it ain't to, like, show off or anything, it's to, like, I get, like, scared, like, oh, shit, if I don't put a video and be working out today, then people are going to start thinking, like, asking yeah. questions, so then I force myself to go to the gym. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's a good way of holding yourself accountable, in a way. Yeah, that's
0: exactly why I do it. It's all, and even on my Snapchat, like, before, I used to tell people, if you don't see a video, like, every two, three days... Like, message me. And the fuckers do. They do message me, like, where's the video? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it's really good. I really, really, I've really enjoyed it. But um, how has your, uh, how's your week been in terms of like PT and stuff? you guys been busy?
2: Yes. Oh, personally, stupidly busy. <laughs> Morning and night, early mornings, late nights. And try and get a bit of training myself in between. That's the grind, sure. though. That's the grind. I mean,
1: I've been away this week, so I've not been PTing so much. Uh, where um, have you been, Dave? Uh, I've been away with the army. Uh, I'm in the army reserves, so Jeez, I just go away every now and man. then. Army, <laughs> yeah, I just go away every now and then, do my bit, nice and
2: little, then come home. Nice little holiday for you. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you do?
1: Uh, I mean, day to day it's just routine stuff. So things like practicing map reading, weapons drills, things like that. Nothing, nothing too exciting, really. Um, weapons
0: drills, nothing yeah, too exciting. Yeah. Mate, I can't think of
1: anything more exciting than weapons <laughs> drills. Nah, it gets old. Believe me, it does get old. <laughs> oh, God,
0: I really want to hold a gun and just suit a piece of paper, man. A piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, I mean, I still do get
1: a bit of a semi on when I'm uh, <laughs> when, I, when I'm behind wing some of what? these weapons. When uh, are behind what? When, no, no really? when I'm behind some of these weapons and you just throw in lead down a range um but yeah it, it's it, it's part and parcel of it so it does it's just normal for me now
0: it's nah, not it as a pound so what else have you been up to this week other than fucking shooting weapons
1: <laughs> i mean nothing nothing much for me i mean i've been getting back into getting some more clients in because obviously i'm back now so getting back on
2: the grind mm. yeah you go away and like it's unbelievable how many people can lose motivation in that week that you're away. Yeah, that's you to, crazy. You have to try and regain it and sort of book them in before you go for two weeks time, and then hopefully they're still motivated. That's
1: that's that's what um, I think. People looking to get into personal training don't realise that you know when when you are looking at going away, you've you've got to juggle your sessions around and look after other people before you think about it. That I did, I didn't take it into account before I had to go away. I was like, oh god what am are we going to do um,
2: but yeah that, that's that's a busy period for us when, when we're about to go away and when we get back nice so I, I before we started chatting I was watching John Wick 2
0: what's that John Wick 2 it? with uh, Keanu Reeves Thank yeah yeah know. yeah I've heard of it oh, Tom
2: oh,
0: hasn't I have not what <laughs> Tom have you not even seen the first one
2: uh, I've, I don't know, I've never heard them words in a sentence before John, oh, John so Wick if you care
0: to explain dude, John Wick is like the ultimate guy film, like as a man it ticks all the boxes it's <laughs> just Keanu Reeves driving a sick car, killing people it is, and do you know what the, crazy, what the best thing about John Wick was right, so um, when it first came out in America, I managed to get a copy here and I had no idea what kind of film it was. I had a bit of time on my hands. I was like, oh, I'll just put this on. Ended up being the sickest film ever. So obviously, I've been waiting for John Wick 2 to come out. It was out in the cinemas, but I missed it. Uh, and I managed to get a copy now, and I've just started watching it. And literally, it's just Keanu Reeves being an absolute badass. He is such a badass. The way he kills these people, and his car is a machine, man. He drives a Shelby, so a Mustang. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that car can go through brick walls and come out unscratched. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's the ultimate guy film. And I'll tell you what else, I went to the cinema this week, and I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I've heard of that. And I fucking loved it. Like, I'm a Marvel fan anyway. I have all the comics, I'm a big nerd, I'm a big geek, um, and, you know, you could ask me about any Marvel character, I could probably give you, like, four different dimensional histories of what they've had in, in comics and stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy film is so good. Like, it made me laugh. It, like, it, it just, it was just... I left that cinema feeling so good about myself just because the film was so good. That's a five out of five from you. That's five shit. out of... Oh, well, it's a four and a half out of five because... There's always room for more. There's people. always room for more. And, I, and I'm trying to think what other... I, I reckon The Godfather Part 1 got a five out of five. I saw that recently. Um... And obviously, Shawshank Redemption probably get like a five out of five. So yes. Sure. Yeah. What about Laura um, Biden Jagger. Citizen? Oh no, that's a bit too Gerard you know, Butler. Like just doing yeah, it was a great film. I wouldn't give it a five. I give it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give that like a four.
2: No. Talking to Gerard Butler, uh, is it? "P.S. I love you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> yes, I love you, Jerry. I um, loves a rom-com. Go on,
1: Jerry.
0: <laughs> and there's have a you, cat- have, you watched, uh, have you watched daredevil on netflix of course i've seen daredevil season one and two. Oh mate it I is cat- incredible the punisher to come out the punisher is going to come out and then obviously there's luke cage jessica jones daredevil um iron fist and together they are the defenders they're basically like the normal people's avengers yes and they are all of them are sick like all of them are so well written and Jessica Jones, the the writing of that of that series is phenomenal. It's so well written. Um, Iron Fist is just like kung fu magic, man. It's just really, really cool. Luke Cage is just one hench dude with like superpowers, and, and all of them have different stories. But Daredevil is my favorite by far. Daredevil season two is incredible. The Punisher season is going to come out soon. That's going to be awesome.
1: On wait, how how Daredevil season two ended with Punisher on the roof? Oh, oh, the sick. oh my <laughs>
0: god! Do you know when um, when that is set for a release? Are they even releasing the Punisher?
1: I've I've been reading up on it. There's not there's not a date, but it's looking towards the end of this year. What as in to be released or filmed? No, know it's been filmed. It's done. Oh. Awesome. I, I've, I've seen some uh, like leaked pictures um, of like the, the new outfit and stuff like that, and I'm geeking out a little bit, but I was like, oh
0: my god. Yeah, Punisher's a bad man. If I there
1: was anyone Punisher. that I could be in real life, well, I mean, Punisher's not real, but if he was, I'd want to be that guy.
0: What, you wouldn't want to be Wolverine? No. Nope. Oh, I'd take Wolverine all day long, man.
1: Take it, take it. <laughs> every day of the week. <laughs> is this on Netflix <laughs> this is on yeah honestly yeah, I, I promise you it, you need to I've watch it Daredevil I've
2: been watching Bates Motel what Bates Motel what is that watch it you'll find out
1: Bates Motel yeah okay let it. me make a note of that
2: yeah, yeah. I'll write that one down as well Bates Motel have you
0: guys yes. seen The Leftovers no so one really good podcast that I listen to the We Watch Wrestling podcast is based in America About it's free comedians talking wrestling and they bang on about The Leftovers. And I I've, and I've bookmarked it down for something to watch. Um, I, don't, I don't know if any one of you guys have watched it. Because apparently it's in its first season already. So it's, it's, it's obviously got some sort of fan base. IMDB rating is above, I think it's like eight or something. So it's got to be good. Okay. It's called The Leftovers. Noted down. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: leftovers. Okay.
0: Leftovers.
1: it down. Yeah. Oh, Leftovers. Okay. Leftovers. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a little bit... Of a, of a sour note and I don't think today we can we can sort of get round it um Manchester man
0: horrible mate absolutely horrible
1: woke up to that this morning that was a that was
2: yeah. a crappy I, start to the day yeah, I was um, just going to sleep last night and my phone flashed up looked at it and yeah. it was it was a notification and that's what it was
1: yeah yeah a bit of a bit of a bummer yeah
0: and, uh, no, and, and do you know what like I, I, obviously I woke up to it like everyone else and <laughs> like I've just you know when something like that happens, all my promo work, I just put on a halt, I stop, because I'm just like, man, there's, there's so many more important things in the world than my music right now. Yeah. And it is is really sad. It's, it's so... I, I, I'm not, like, <clears throat> I'm, on my Facebook, you've got dickheads starting to, like, you know, get racist and, you know, start speaking passionately and all that. And that's cool. Actually, being racist about it isn't cool. But you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I have to like kind of turn off social media in times like this, yeah. Because I end up getting really fucking annoyed at these people, because do you know what? Something's <coughs> happened that's devastating, and like, I'm, it's absolutely horrible, horrible shit. Yeah. And every time it happens on social media, you just get people piping up with their opinions.
1: I and know it's, it's,
0: just, it's not the time or the place. You know what I mean, like, kids have died, so just shut up and just know. you know just just shut up for a bit.
1: What what grates me as well is is the the self, or well, the experts who know everything about it and, and they're trying to correct people. It's like, come on. Yeah. And I, I
0: think I, that's, that's, I, what that's what, what
2: it's,
0: what it's to do. It's, because it's, on my Facebook timeline, and I got this the last time something like this happened, there's a couple of knobheads on my Facebook and, then, and I, I don't know how they run it and I, I'm always defending people who post something racist or offensive because I just think if you're able to do that in your life, then your life really needs to be examined. And, like, there's, there's loads of pictures, like, Brexit, Britain, yeah, England, all the way, get the fuck out of our country. Like, dude, it ain't a race thing, it's a fucking mental health issue. That guy had mental health issues. And, ah, uh, it just encourages people, like, yeah, Britain, we're English, yeah. And I can't stand when people start getting patriotic in... Like, I understand patriotism. I get it. I'm a patriot. I'm a, I'm a patriot, man. I'm a man of my country. But when people start doing it because, all oh, these, these Muslims got to do I, I feel sick inside. Because mm. it's like you, you are such an uneducated piece of shit. Right, and you want to pipe up on Facebook. And then you get all your other uneducated piece of shit friends going, yeah, these fucking packies, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea about, like, yes, it's horrible. Yes. You know, the people that have been caught doing it are from a Muslim heritage. But guess what, mate? The person who did this was British. So, like, you just sort, like, it, it, anyway, I don't want to talk about it much more. Um, mm. I've come off social media completely today for that one reason. I was on it for about an hour this morning. I came off it. I haven't looked at it since. I haven't posted anything. You know, I went for a workout with Tom and Snapchatted that, but I haven't posted that on, on anything just because it's just not important right now. And, mm. you know... It's a really, really sad thing. But anyway, I'll put. Um, do you know? What? I'll put a little uh, thing at the start of this podcast as well. Just you know, saying our thoughts with the families and stuff. Just the right thing to do.
1: So yeah, something, something that I wanted to add personally is I, I want to see. Um, I, d- I do want to see something done now. I think it's it's gone too far, especially when it's kids, um, innocent kids going to a concert. Something, something's got to be done. Um,
2: but then, what, what in what, this world is what what can be done? Do you know what I mean? That is so high um, already. thought in, we're, we're stopping, we're stopping more than we're letting through by an absolute margin. And I'll tell you something as well. Right, so the
0: bomb went off at the end of the concert where they opened all the doors, and I went uh, to the O2 to watch wrestling a couple of weeks ago. And so I've been in the predicament when you're in a massive arena full of twenty thousand people walking out. And what the O2 did, just opened its doors. So, you know, it's health and safety, so everyone can pile out properly. There's nothing stopping anyone walking in to that arena. Mm. And that's exactly what happened in Manchester. Um, You know, and I would have thought that, okay, you know, nothing had happened until today. But even then, I thought, you know, that's a bit weird, because there's no security. There's anyone can just walk in now. But then in the back of your head it's like, well why would anyone want to walk in, you know? I don't I don't yeah. think in a sick way. So it's just you know, I guess they've just got to you know, even at music festivals this year, um, I, I it should not deter people from going. But I think that, you know, pe- the organizers need to invest a little bit more in security, metal detectors, um police need to be uh, vigilant and there needs to be more police uh, concentration around the areas. But um it is just it's just sad. It's really sad. And how you can get around this, I don't know, dude. I mean, you can really tackle it from the core. And if you really want to get deep about it, you can blame the fucking Americans. Um, But, you know, it is a very, very desperate and sad thing going on. And I don't, you know, I don't want to turn this into a a political thing. But what I will say is that the the problem is at the higher end. These people are doing this to get uh, a reaction, to cause attention because something going on on their side of the world, which what they disagree on with, I don't, I don't know enough. But I do know that the problems are, are caused by a certain group of people. So the only thing that I, that I could think of that to stop this would be from the high, high, higher ranks, not from, obviously as people we get together, that's what we do the best. We always group together and we always get united. But I don't think there's anything that can be done other than fixing the problem at the top.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> there is. There is that, um, and I mean, yeah, it's it's something that it's sad, but it's a part of way of life now that you gotta look over your shoulder. Um, it's horrible, mate.
0: It's horrible.
2: Well, how far can you go though, like security wise? I
1: mean, look what Trump did. He just he dropped the mother of all bombs on them. I mean, whether whether does, that was a does it solve things look, or does it make well, it worse? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but some something's got to happen. Something something's got to be stepped up. We've got to send a clear message saying that you know, in in plain words, we're not having this.
0: Yeah, but then how would you do that? Because I if I am the first person uh, to stand up and say the react retaliation. I like the people on my Facebook. Like twenty percent of my Facebook timeline. Uh, the last thing I would say is to drop bombs on them. This is the last thing we should be doing. But because, who exactly? Um, well, I, I think the ISIS, the group that the West have called ISIS and the media have now branded ISIS, they're just a group of people wanting to take their country back in the Middle East. And obviously, they'll be branded like you know, pirate ISIS. Uh, but that's what they are, they're a group of people wanting to take their country back, and their way, they haven't got bombs, they haven't got guns, their way of getting back at the West is by doing this, and the worst thing, I mean, they're probably going to do it anyway, I'm a man of peace, I'm a man of peace and love, and I always say it at my gigs, like, the last thing people should be doing is dropping bombs back on them, but this is the human race we're talking about, we're the stupidest race in the world, and they're probably going to end up dropping bombs, and you know, it's going to happen for a whole lifetime. I can't see this ending.
2: In, with that, um, ISIS, though,
1: it is a real threat. Um, and I think it does have to be addressed.
0: Yeah, 100%. It needs to be addressed. I, I think it already has been addressed. But it just, um, I, don't, I don't know enough about what is going on. All I know that that group was formed out of uh, an American invasion in Syria, um, and obviously the the, the government, there's something to do with the government. I don't want to over-talk, and I don't want to ever step my boundaries, because I don't know enough. Um, But that group was formed out of uh, unrest in their country, and whatever their agenda is, they're a fucking threat, man, and they, they have the ability to cause harm in our country. And as people in charge of our country, in my opinion, your only mission should be Defend the country, not to mm-hmm. attack others. Your first sign of defense should always be to be defend the people of this country. Um, and sadly, some people that have had been in charge of our country before just don't get that. And, you know, attacking people seems to be their best form of defense. And in my opinion, that's bollocks. You defend the people, you'd be a country of peace. And um, you look at, I mean, like, look at Switzerland, like, completely out of all politics you know and you know they do fight for what's right but they don't fight with arms they don't attack with arms they try and look for diplomacy and everything but hey I don't want to talk about this anymore You know, yeah, let's get you know, yeah. on, on a lighter note
1: yeah, well actually taking it to a lighter note whilst when we put out the last show um, obviously there was a bit of activity on Twitter between Connor Varsky and Tom I mean I don't have
2: Twitter we all share followers yeah
1: yeah so I, I saw it come up uh, and then I thought, oh, I didn't know Tom had Twitter. So I had a look. Yeah, and uh, a and then I started having a look. And I had a bit of a delve into some of Tom's old tweets. Okay. And let me just <laughs> read, some of, the- let me just read <laughs> some of these out for you. I've got, <laughs> got an explanation for these. Okay. So I'm going to go through these one by one. And I want Tom to put these into a bit of context for us. Okay, this is some be of serious. them don't need explaining. <laughs> some of them really don't. Okay. Some of these are just funny. So. All right. they the date was the 12th of February, 2014, so not that long ago. Okay, we about three years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. so here it goes. Everyone who knows me well knows I have a soft spot for chicken goujons and have done since a child. Guess what's for tea?
0: <laughs> well, Tom, what is your passion on chicken goujons and what is it you love about them
2: exactly? Please do explain. I grew up and chicken goujons was like... It was a treat. <laughs> You boring bastard!
0: You that had to. That meant kids. so much to you that you had to tweet that, it. That was such
1: a, that was such a Carl Pilkinson. Sort of <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, right. This one had me howling. Fourth of September, twenty thirteen. So only a year previous. You look like you live in a place which Jeremy Kyle would visit with a net. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what I'm <laughs>
2: I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> <okay>. I was <laughs> obviously angry at somebody God.
1: and then and then <laughs> we've got from from the 3rd of February 2013 fresh toothbrush it's like Christmas in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh man I've got to
2: retweet these
0: man i got to find them and retweet them these are funny
2: as <laughs> <five years, laughs> fuck Oh, no, you can't retweet it. I'll send them over.
1: <laughs> I was literally sitting in my apartment crying. I was literally crying real tears after seeing some of his tweets.
0: Tom, me, i uh, really selling your personality with these tweets,
2: mate. <laughs> yeah, that was before I was, um... <laughs> raw, <actually. laughs> A new toothbrush. It was like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the Jeremy Carl one killed me absolutely did I don't know if that was aimed at now but I mean yeah that's what I
0: get up to when I'm on my own (laughs) that's what goes through my head oh
2: Oh, that is funny I need to retweet these good job Dave good job you can't do this or I'm I'm going to take it further I'm going back to 2005 speaking
1: (laughs) speaking of social media and something that I wanted to actually talk about a little bit today this is going back to fitness now I've been seeing that celebrity fitness DVDs, um, whilst they are dying off, a lot of people are still
0: buying mm-hmm. them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, thing the thing with this is, like, let's say Charlotte Crosby. Is it Charlotte Crosby? Yep, is that one of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, she got in good shape, but what does she know? Is she, what, you, you see her on TV, and first of all, you think, what's her IQ? <laughs> Probably about what her age is. Yeah. (laughs) Secondly, you think.
1: Then what does she know about fitness? I mean, a lot of them, I think all of them actually have like a personal trainer with them to Mm -hmm. go through all the technical aspects, but.
0: I think it's a money mate. It's definitely a money. 100%. But but, here's what I think they do, right? So. What I think they do is they have a personal trainer, they have a strict diet plan, they've got the money to have a personal trainer with them at all times, they've got the money to have a cook. So they eat what they're given and they train when they're told. So naturally they're always gonna lose the weight. And then all of a sudden, hold on, A a fitness company comes along that runs a DVD printing, whatever. Do you want to do a DVD? Yeah, sure. So now all of a sudden, she's a qualified body combat instructor with a (laughs) multi-million selling DVD that these people like go in there, like flock to buy. Look at that girl who plays Sonia in... um, in EastEnders. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She had
0: the number one selling DVD, like, three years in a row. What? (laughs) Like, it was number one at Christmas three years in a row. Like, whatever her name is, Sonia from EastEnders, and the irony is that she just put it all back on. (laughs) I mean,
1: that's... (laughs) It just confuses me because everything's wrong with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing there's, there's I absolutely I mean the only thing that you could take a positive from it is, that, is getting people off the sofa what for maybe. a day yeah, for an know. hour
0: for <laughs> one hour of his existence I guarantee you people are buying these DVDs like my mum my mum is a prime example right we spent about £100 buying her a complete Zumba pack DVD set weights and all that. She's looked at that. She's not even put the DVD in the DVD player. Bear in mind, we don't even have a fucking DVD player at <laughs> Mum and Dad's anymore. We've got a Blu-ray and it's never been used. And they are the same. they buy the DVD i will get it for Christmas. Oh, thanks, love. I'm going to use it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck that. Let's put the TV back on and get me a cup of tea. They're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're going number one. I'll tell you what, Tom, how about this? If I get myself back in a super trim shape, I'm releasing a Vasky workout dvd or like you know a downloadable copy and we'll make millions
2: yeah we'll make we'll make all the workouts and that and we'll wet your face and, and that's uh, it uh, mtv on the front of it that's, that's it done cool. that's and cool, yeah.
0: do you know what if i don't even think i'm famous enough or big enough but <laughs> if it ever happens man we'll just do it anyway like i went from this to this by doing these workouts <laughs> and these workouts that's
2: alone shit. That's another thing. Do they do them workouts? No, no, no <laughs> way, man.
0: They do not do their workouts. There was even one DVD where it was just like, I can eat whatever I eat, whatever I want, I eat whatever I normally have, and I do these workouts. No, you don't, mate. Like you <laughs> do not eat what you were eating and lose weight just by doing your poxy workout. Like it's a, so, it's so bad. But do you know what? Who am I to hate because someone is making money off it? And so, who, yeah, so who okay. am I to hate? But
2: it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Someone's making money, and then someone on the other end is getting fitter. No, they're not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> they're not. The,
1: the the thing is, and I actually wanted to get a little bit technical with this, but it's just funny of poking fun at it now. But <laughs> just just bear this in mind for anything you look at, whether it's a whether it's a stupid fucking. <laughs> celebrity fitness dvd or a meal plan or even advice take it with a pinch of salt it's something that works for one person isn't going to work for you i've said it before and i'll say it a hundred
2: times again just take it with a pinch of salt yeah i think i think everything everything in the fitness industry is everything you come across on social media is there to make money somehow like even even the videos that we put on Instagram, we you know we're trying to get clients from it. <laughs> so at the end of the day, that's that's basically what we do. I reckon and,
0: my video is getting you more fucking clients than your videos. <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: that, that's what it's for. At the End of the day, someone's trying to make money out of it.
1: Everyone does everything on social media for a purpose, whether that's uh, a slut. Posting a booty pic
2: to get a slight to get someone to slide in their DMs
1: or Charlotte Crosby, Sonia from EastEnders, or
2: whoever it may be doing a collab in body combat.
1: Yeah, doing. <laughs> oh, I can't even finish this up now. <laughs> I'm just keeping.
0: <laughs> do you, do you know what, what the best post? The best post that make me laugh and uh, just get me every time is when you've got I, I'm, and I, I'm not really sexy anything. It's just the ones that comes to mind. So when you've got girls. Going looking trimmer for summer, and there's just a picture of their tits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like what part of you is looking trimmer
1: it's <laughs> so true and on the celebrity thing as well I'm seeing like reality TV stars people that are on like Geordie Shore they get sent a tub of protein from this protein company and it's like I use this to get lean and in shape no yeah, you don't you've been you sent don't, that it's like,
0: from Royal Mail yeah. it's, I get endorsements I mean I, I get endorsed by certain companies Emerge Energy Drinks whoop, whoop. but do you know like Ooh, it, it does make you like you know, it is part of our business. Like when when we are when we're in public domains, like people want to give you stuff to post and stuff. But it does make you laugh though, because it's like you, you don't use that because the stuff that you've been sent. Like I wouldn't be endorsed by some some like like an item or a product that I didn't believe in, or yes. if I thought it it was really bad for you. If I thought it was just. You know, for example, if an if, 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 uh, energy drink company wanted to come to me and say, we'd love to use this, but they had all sorts of shit in it. I wouldn't do it. But the reason why yeah. I use Emerge is because like, it is one of the better ones out there. And do you know what? It's not that bad a product either. But like, these guys, like, they posted protein shakes and stuff, and they were like, you know, like 80 quid for a tub of one kilogram. And it's like, why would anyone want to do that? Like, Stop being
2: stupid, people. Just go on myprotein.com and buy it for like 12 pounds. Yeah. I, I get all that. That's fine. You you endorse your products, like you're probably getting it free to get that. They're probably getting more sales from it. That's fine. But then, the people that are buying it is what a question. Yeah, it's it, it, it's just like just think about it. Just think why they're putting that on there. Can Instagram. you blame them though?
1: Because if if I don't know about something that I'm looking to get into, whether that's someone looking to get into fitness or a hobbit, and then someone
0: tells you. This works. Get this. You don't know any different. Exactly. You're buy it. And it's you tough. know what? I've been there and I've done that. Yeah. Um, and I've looked like so. When I first looked, i like, really seriously getting into training. Um, it was uh, I thought I did a Jim Stapani course, and obviously he was trying to sell all his products, and I bought all his products, and then uh, I, I didn't know any better. I was like, you know, what? I'm just sure buy all the Jim Stapani El Carnage the Jim, Jim Stapani BCAA, and I paid like four times the amount. It was only like. Two weeks after, when I thought, hold on, the, the stuff that he's selling is pure, like it's just basic ingredients that I can just go on my protein and buy for like four yeah. for the price. Yeah. But yeah, I've been there and I've done that because you just don't really know any better. And when it comes to fitness, when you get that urge and everyone gets it once in their life, where they're like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get fit, and then you know, I'm gonna get all the stuff to make to do this properly. You're you're once you've bought into a trainer, you buy whatever they say
2: yeah that's true and that, yeah, is, true. that is just
0: the reality of it and until you get clued up yourself it's the reality of it you just buy into whatever they say yeah
1: it's, it's quite a sad reality but, yeah. but it is fa- what it is
0: really. if anyone's listening myprotein.com like I would I'm not endorsed by them why the fuck would they endorse a fat bastard like me but <laughs> myprotein.com is the place to get all your health supplements because they are cheap they're they're, they're, they're on point and they're cheap <laughs> they it's might
1: smart. sponsor your fitness DVD. Yeah. I know. Now with 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 the food wise, I'm just going to put my plug in there. Musclefood.com. Go oh, on, Muscle Food. Muscle Food. I promise you, it is the cleanest, the leanest, the freshest ingredients that you get, and they do beat supermarket prices. Deliver it straight to your door. Boom! That's my plug for the. Oh, podcast. so is
0: it, is it one of those like you pay a subscription and they deliver food to you regularly? It's, no, it's just no. like
2: it's just it's like a grocery shop yeah. for fitness foods. Right? Yeah. Okay. You, just
1: you just go on. The, the The variety of food is crazy. You can you can get things that you've never tried before, never heard of. Like wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. Oh my god, dude! Talking about wagyu scared. beef oh, grass-fed, grass-fed. grass-fed steaks, and I promise you, it's so fresh. It's vacuum sealed. And at one muscle food order of, I don't know, you spend 100, 150 quid, it's going to last you the whole month. I promise you. I
2: think Dolphin Fitness is pretty good as well. Are you sponsored by them? I'm not sponsored by Dolphin <laughs> Fitness. I, I just think you've you've outlined two good websites, <coughs> and the other one that I'd turn to is Dolphin Fitness uh-huh. for, for branded stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, I just can't put that out there.
1: Talking about... When we're first looking into fitness and, and being sold by products, what Tom? What was your very first sort of gym or fitness memory? Because I've got one.
2: Um, oh, it was it was like a big bucket of um, protein. It was five kilograms of protein, um, and it was a huge bucket. And I didn't know the difference between a weight gainer and protein at the time. Um, and obviously, we now know that weight gainers are cheaper because they've got more carbs in them, etc. Mm-hmm. And obviously, everybody hates carbs. Um, that's another subject. But um, yeah, that was that. And it cost me about £45, I think. <laughs> no, it was less than that. It was it was like the cheapest going thing. Tasted like absolute crap. Yeah. And I bought it in to the gym. And uh, I just got laughed at, really, because... Because they know how cheap and <laughs> bad what, it is for you. What?
1: What? When was the first time you went into the gym? So for me, my very first fitness memory, obviously, other than like school sports and playing out and things like that, but one of my mates' dads was a PT, and he had this like makeshift garage backyard yes. gym. Yeah. So me, my mate, we got a couple of other guys round, and we were just doing these awful gym circuits mm. where we're doing crappy bicep curls and. Shoddy bench presses, <laughs> lifting stuff that we shouldn't even be touching, but right. we all loved it. And for me, that's really where the bug started. So, yeah,
2: mine was in my garage. In your garage? I had a, I had, a, I had, I had one dumbbell. I went to a um, I went to a car boot, and I was meant to be selling stuff. Ended up, ended up spotting a dumbbell, big old dumbbell, <laughs> just the one. I bought it, and I lifted it, and eventually I bought another dumbbell, Then I bought a bar. Uh, and then I bought a a multi gym, and then I sold it when I started becoming a when I started working in gym. Level. and that was that's was my first gym memory.
0: Come on, Vasky, what about you? So mine um, was when I was 15, and my like my dad. This is where my dad actually did go to the gym, and he was just like, you know, I was I was a very large kid. Let me put it in perspective. i um, and my and this is I know this because my dad used to write these stats down as we were growing up. At 13 years old. I was 42 inch waist. Hey, yeah. And bear in mind that I'm 34 now, Christ. and so at, you know, 42 inch waist at 13, and so at 15, my dad was like, "Just come to the gym and just see, just see if you like it or not." So when I went to the gym and I discovered the treadmill, and you know, back in I don't know how, but I could run. And I used to like this was. Do you know where Frog Island is, boys? Abbey Sports and yeah. This used to be called Pine Tree back in the day. Um, and it's about a three-mile walk from my house. And what I used to do for two years straight, I used to walk three miles. I used to run for an hour, walk three miles back. And that's when I shifted all that weight. And obviously, I was young, so my metabolism was rocket. And yeah. so I shifted all that weight. And then I discovered like, bodybuilding. And then I learned oh shit, my body builds really, really quick. And so then I went through like a transitional period where I was still running, I was still building. But the the first bug, the first itch I had of it was when um, I discovered like running on the treadmill. And I used to have a mini disc player. And I used to put like, uh, this is when Dizzy Rascal first came onto the scene. And (laughs) I'm, I'm talking before his albums. He was just an MC. And it was when One Extra started. And I recorded a... A Gary set with Dizzy Rascal over it, and I, I can't. The amount of miles I ran to that set um, was nuts. But yeah, that was my first experience. It's good. It was was a really good time because it kind of like I really felt enlightened about exercise and stuff. And the weight just like just dropped. I can't lose weight that quick anymore. But the weight dropped, and uh, just by running, and then then I started running on the street.
2: So, so you mentioned you were what forty-two inches. Yeah. Uh, your your waist circumference was forty two inches at the end, at the age of what, fourteen? Uh 13, 14, yeah. Yeah, and I was having this conversation well, I've had this conversation a few times with various members and clients, etc. Um, and I kind of identified that it seems to be Irish families and Indian families are the worst for or or the best you could say for feeding.
0: Because we love to eat, bro, and our food yeah. is sick! <laughs>
2: your, food, your food is sick, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I was just wondering, why those, those, why those, why don't we do that?
1: Mate, I mean, we don't really have that culture. I mean, you see the Italians, you see Mexicans, you see the Indians. are all round the table as a family. They're passionate about their food. They're having a good time. And we don't have that. Yeah, we watch TV. Yeah, yeah we watch Coronation like, Street Yorkshire pudding. <laughs>
0: our, our culture, as an Indian family our culture has always been to get together with family and eat. Yeah. And yeah. You, you don't eat until you are, like, pregnant. And your are wedding you Yeah, best. you don't stop until you're pregnant. Um,
2: your wedding's the next level as well.
0: Uh, our weddings are the best, bro. But, like, back in the day when I was growing up, I'll give you an example as well. So, first of all, eating culture was, it, it is and always will be, uh, like, a major part of being an Indian, and I still fucking love it, I still love eating families, you know, there's a massive spread, there's, obviously as you get older, alcohol's introduced as well, Um, and just food, just really, really, really good tasting food, but a lot of it, maybe not as healthy as it should be, but just massive food culture, and this is going back even further, when I was a kid, and my grandma reminded me of this the other day, When my parents, when I was growing up, my parents, and I'm pretty sure most other parents as well, they weren't clued up to what was in food and what was in drink, and whether or not that's healthy for you. For example, Coca-Cola, full-fat Coca-Cola. Now, in that time since, right, Coca-Cola has dropped its sugar content, I think it's by 30%. So, in the 80s and the early 90s, uh, a can of Coke would have 30% more sugar in it, and (laughs) As a kid, I would always walk around with my cookie and my bunty. My cookie was my bottle of Coke. My bunty was my dummy. Was he he what? What was the last one? So I had a bottle of Coke with, uh, like, you know how kids with their milk bottles with the sucker things at the top? Yeah, yeah. I had Coke in that, and I had a dummy in the other hand. All the time. (laughs) All the fucking time. I was five years old.
2: You're basically drip feeding yourself sugar. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically, and like you know, they wondered why I was such a hyper
2: kid. There you go, mum and dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, man. man. Why are you so hyper now, then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude.
1: You know what? You know what? It, I think that every culture should have that, and I'm sort of, I'm sort of, I feel a bit left out mm. that we, the English people, I mean, in general, don't yeah, have. They that. don't.
0: No. They, they don't and I, I've come across that in, like, in all my like um in my, in my English friends and a lot of them are like my best friends like they they've never had that culture and whenever they come to my house or my family gatherings all of them are sat there like amazed like oh my god there's this much food and there's this much drink and people are just having a good time eating and drinking like it's normal for me but yeah. when when my friends are first introduced to it, they they're just like, "What the hell's going on?"
2: I think I think Indian food, in its nature, is high in fat, high in oh, high God. in um, bad carbohydrates, and low in protein. So I guess it, it, it's, it's a good thing in the sense of family culture um, and get together's and stuff. But maybe it's not such a bad thing that we don't do that.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, is. I mean, as a young kid, when it's not it's not a huge issue of, you know, being on a diet and things like that, it's, it's good, it gets you more social, because a lot of a lot of us are antisocial now, especially when it comes to going out for meals and things like that, it's a bit alien for us, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, do you know what, if I was Italian, I'd be absolutely screwed, I would be so <laughs> sad.
0: Mate, they eat bread for like... Dessert. Oh, sorry, they eat bread for like starters, mains, and oh, dessert. Oh. <laughs> Me bread and pizza, bread on fish, bread fish. on bread on bread. I was in Rome, right in in, uh, in March, and so when we get to the restaurant, the first thing they give you is bread, bread and bread and olive oil and uh, balsamic vinegar, and then you have a, another meal which is bread braced, and then you have another meal which is a steak, and then you have your dessert which is bread, br- uh, bread based, and the amount of carbs the Italians eat I don't understand how it isn't an obese nation man they are this an Italians salute because you guys know your shit and you guys know how to eat
2: good yeah you'd <laughs> take a leaf out of that book that'd
1: be so bad because me and pizza are just we're we're best
2: friends (laughs)
0: we're the best friends we're the best friends (laughs) we're the best of best of best of best of friends
1: (laughs) (laughs) honestly if if pizza didn't exist I'd be super lean I would be in incredible shape but unfortunately it does so I'm
0: not (laughs) (laughs) on a a different note I wanted to ask you about um, something you know when you train um, and you're training really hard and you start to feel sick Okay, mm-hmm. why, why is it? Why does your body tell you you're feeling sick? Um, at, at, at vigorous exercise. I'm
1: gonna put I'm gonna put this in layman's terms. Your body's saying "fuck you." <laughs> 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 that's that's what goes through my head when I start giving it the old. Ugh. <laughs> well, because we all get it, we've all been to that point where it's just like, "Oh my god, what am I doing?" And then that starts happening. You start gagging.
0: Yeah.
1: All I'm going through in my head is, "What the hell am I doing to myself?" And my body's just punishing me for it. But I'm sure there's a there's a perfect yeah uh, I think, science I,
2: example I, for I it. I think some of it, a lot of it's to do with um where the blood rushes. So if you're working extra hard, obviously the blood's going to shunt to the extremities. Um, and if your blood's not in your stomach, then I think that's going to make, especially if you've eaten recently, that's why you get stitched because you need blood around the stomach to digest um, and to keep everything going. But as soon as it shoots out to your legs, your arms or wherever you need it, that's why you go dizzy as well. You know when you do deadlifts or squats or whatever it is, the blood shunts to your legs away from your head basically and that's that's why you go dizzy. So is there a
0: correlation between um, being really unfit and getting stitches regardless of whether you've eaten before that
2: workout um yeah so so when you've reached your fitness threshold like like Nay said it's it's your body telling you to stop you've reached your threshold and you're getting stitched and i use it like when when my clients get stitched i use it as sort of a marker um to say like i'm kind of at my threshold here um, and we i guess we try and push through it i hit hit
0: stitches a lot with tom
2: (laughs) yeah so that's when you push into your threshold and that's when you know you've worked either that or you bet just before you train
0: yeah i I, I try not to and i don't know if it's a bad thing or not but i I always like to train on an empty stomach um i always like to train first thing without eating anything because i find my results are always better all right
2: so fasted fasted cardio versus just your average cardio yeah oh. so let's talk about that go on experts all right so so there's two ways of doing it so basically if you imagine all the sugar in your body all, all the muscles in your body full of sugar basically that's how it is um when you eat all the all the carbs that you eat get broken down in, in fact anything you eat gets broken down into glycogen and stored in muscle for energy so when you exercise you're basically burning that energy um, so when you sleep overnight you also burn the that energy that's in your in your muscle you just burn it out overnight by just living by just being alive um, and then the idea is that when that sugar's burnt out in the muscle you then go on to burning fat so hence the reason low carb diets work better so when you've burnt the sugar out that's in your muscle so think of it as a sort of a bag of sugar would be a good analogy. Every muscle in your body is a bag of sugar. When you've exercised, or when you've slept for eight hours and burnt all that sugar out, you will then be using fat as energy, as opposed to, as opposed to that sugar. But you look at it the other way around. You're not going to be able to put 100% into your workout. So if you are eating properly, you will then be able to smash your workout at 100% and probably possibly get better effects over the next 24 hours. Swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts.
0: Yeah, because every workout that I've done with Tom has always been really on an empty stomach, always, and I feel like I'm going to throw up after the end, after the end of every one of them. I think it's because of that, but I will always i will i will stick to that because first of all, my results speak for that, and I'll always do that because I just feel that like I'm going straight into my fat cells.
2: Yeah, well, if you can, the the um, the only thing I'd say with that is if you're looking to really um keep your muscle then your muscles also starve energy so whilst you're you are burning more fat um you're also going to be using muscle as energy so that using muscle as energy is a possibility so you'll be you'll always be using fat muscle and and um glycogen as an as an energy store but it's just what percentage of which you're using the most sort of thing so Yes, you'll be using more fat if you don't eat before it, but then, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you'll be burning more muscle. But but then you can take things for that like PCAAs, which can also be used as energy.
0: So, is there a correlation between the deeper sleep you have, the more fat you burn?
1: I mean, I I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I mean, sleep in general is a massive part of fitness anyway, but in terms of actually burning fat throughout the night. I think it it might it might just be consistent. I'm yeah. not sure how much that the quality of sleep is going to affect the quality of the
2: fat burning. Do you, do you mean fat burning through your sleep?
0: Yeah. So, for example, if I have a really deep sleep compared to if I just have a really broken light sleep compared to if I get
2: like two hours sleep. No, not really. It's not going to really change um, how much you burn fat overnight. But um, there was a study done that that. They took people that had a rubbish night's sleep, um, and then they woke up and they, they trained. They took people that had a good night's sleep and then trained, um, and then they, they did the same again, but gave them caffeine as well. Uh, the people that had a rubbish night's sleep performed worse. The people that had a good night's sleep performed better, and the people that had a good night's sleep plus caffeine performed even better. Yeah, have yeah. I'm always on caffeine when I see you. <laughs> so... So in in that sense, if you have a bad night's sleep, caffeine will probably bring you back to where you'd be if you had a good good night's sleep. But then, if you had a good night's sleep and caffeine, then you'd be even better performance-wise. But in terms of burning fat, um, it's to do with energy being used, not so much how you sleep um, in basic terms. So probably not, no. Uh, But you'll probably expend more energy the next day just by being more awake.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can see that because I, I always found that like when I, I, get, I go through like spells of insomnia during the year. Uh, when I'm working a lot and my sleep patterns are really messed up. I'll, there'll be like two days when I won't sleep. And I always find that I put on weight during that time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I always find that like for today today for example, I woke up at what half five in the morning or whenever we do early shifts or whatever it is for whatever reason. Um, by about this time of day, I just lost my appetite. I just don't want to eat. Whereas if, I'd, uh, if I've slept till what eight nine a.m., then my me- metabolism's like on fire all day, and yeah. I, just, I just want to eat and train. Um, so yeah, from from that point of view, it is a really nice feeling though,
0: when you when you train really hard and you're hungry. As like, it's yeah. a nice feeling because you're like, yeah, I deserve this hunger, and like,
1: yeah, do, I'm going to eat. <laughs> exactly. I I tend to. The funny thing is, in the mornings, a lot of people say that they don't have an appetite in the morning, but I'm the complete opposite. I could eat three mm. meals in the morning, but as soon as I train, when I'm finished training, I don't really have an appetite. No. Um, so I actually think I'm a little bit backwards.
2: Yeah, you, the best thing to do once you've had a workout is just get protein in. Just get a pro, protein shake to your best up, yeah. which is why they're so common. So get a protein shake in, then within, within an hour or in about an hour's time, um, then you should be wanting to eat a meal the golden hour the golden hour the golden window that's it so yeah that, that's that's how it should be done
0: sweet as Thanks. a pound we're going to wrap it up there boys anything else you want to add?
1: anything you want to add? no I'm, um, I'm content
0: yeah. nice 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 alright guys thank you so much for listening this week we'll, we'll be back next week as always um, social media time uh, Tom where can people find you?
2: You can find me at Tom Fitness on Instagram, Tom Mangan Fitness on Facebook. Or, <laughs> as I have Twitter as well, which I don't, I don't use, <laughs> at Team Mangan17 if you want to scroll through. Please have a look. Have so a nice. look. <laughs> <to start Twitter, laughs> like some people have. And uh, Nath, where can we find
0: you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Nathan Pridden or on Facebook at Body Fired Fitness.
0: And as always, guys, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat at Varsky on Facebook slash I am Varsky. I want to thank you so much for, for listening. Um, I want to set everyone a little challenge uh, this week. Uh, if you are listening, if you haven't already, go to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast, leave a review. I can't express how important it is um, for us to grow this podcast. And the best way of doing that is by you guys leaving a review because it helps us get up a couple of notches within the itunes chart which hopefully then will snowball and uh and get this podcast out to a bigger listenership which is our biggest goal which is our only aim and uh, we want to thank you for listening so please subscribe please review and do you know what if you can't do any of them just tell someone about the podcast um there's a lot of guys that living well listening um tell someone else about the podcast uh, who may be interested in this. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be like eternally grateful. And this is the personal trailer show of Varsky's I Want to Be In podcast. Until the next week, on behalf of Nathan, Tom and myself, Varsky, ciao!